Hey there, Heather. Ho there. Welcome to another fantastic Saturday. Yeah. The online version of Courage and Doll. Thank you for tuning into Zoom podcasts. <laughs> yes. You know, we're going to be like this for the next couple weeks, guys. So mm-hmm. hang in there. I know this is not ideal for anybody. You know, we all got to um, reschedule. We got to figure things out, but it will be okay. Remember to wash your hands. Don't forget to check out Twitter for the syllabus updates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the thing that I hated the most. I'm like, I I relied on those and on that syllabus I for every class. I didn't have a syllabus in one of my classes. You know, that whole schedule, it just has really helped me. And now it's all messed up. It's really taken the structure out of my life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the one thing that is scheduled for today is my birthday Happy birthday. The most important day of the year. (laughs) Absolutely not. Mm. But when you hear it, it won't be my birthday. It'll be the week after. Mm -hmm. I'll have been 22 and wild and out for a week. There you go. Is it time for the seamless second? I wish I had a jingle that I could just throw in, but I think it is time. Okay, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm going to do... I know I do this a lot, but you know, I like recommending things. A recommendation. <laughs> so, uh, by the time you hear this, this show would have been over for about two weeks. But I just finished it on Sunday, The Outsider. It is based on the Stephen, Stephen King novel of the same name. It is a miniseries that has like ten episodes. Not to be confused with S.E. Hinton's original Mm-mm. work. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's on HBO. You know, I was kind of skeptical at first because, you know, it's based on Stephen King novels and, you know, he does horror stuff, but he also does a little detective stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember seeing the trailer for this show everywhere when it first came out. It was on Twitter. You know how Twitter has those, like, ads or whatever? Um, I don't get on Twitter that much, but okay. Yeah, Twitter has ads, and it's either, like, AT&T or, you know, Dunkin'. But sometimes you get the HBO one. And um, I would see that one all the time. It would be uh, an ad on YouTube. And I initially wanted to watch it because um, the one of the characters, I forgot the name of the actor, but, I, um, you know, I've seen some of his work. And I was like, I'm going to watch it just for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little spoiler even though I don't even remember his name. Um, you know, he lasts, like, two episodes in the series. I'm going to Google him, because I remember you telling me about this. It's not Ben Mendelsohn, even though I think he's fantastic in the series. Also, Cynthia... I cannot remember her last name. Just look up the cast list. Cynthia Plath. No, it's no, Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia Irivo? Yeah. She is fantastic. I would not be surprised if she got an Emmy... Is it Jason Bateman? Is Jason Bateman. Okay. Yeah, he lasts like two episodes, which I was really shocked at because he was in all the trailers and I thought he was the main character. He is not. They pulled that rug out from Mm -hmm. under you. No, but I really recommend it because it is a very, it's really slow, like a really slow horror show. However, I would not say it's like too horror. It is not like, we're going to go scare you. There's like no jump scares whatsoever. It's not even really psychological. I mean, there is psychological stuff, but it is horror. There's, like, a monster they're trying to figure out, but it is based in, like, a real-day scenario where, you know, this guy apparently kills a kid, 
but there's evidence that shows he was in one city the same time as the time of the murder. Mm, okay. And they have to try to find, they call it the El Cuco spirit. It's kind of like the boogeyman in the a way. El Cuco. Mm-hmm. El Cuco. That's the name of my firstborn. Yep. And their parent, it's, it really deals because Cynthia Arrivo's character, she is a private investigator who doesn't, you know, she doesn't take it out of consideration. She's like, you know what? If you don't uh, believe in Supernatural, you don't believe in me. Um, and then you have Ben Mendelsohn's character who is, you know, a detective. And he's like, I'm not going to believe any of this stuff. I need hard evidence. And he's got to learn along the way. Sometimes that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So I totally recommend it. I might have spoiled it a little bit, but, you know, go watch it. You can still watch it. Mm-hmm. So, um... I don't exactly know what my single second is because I forgot to prepare mm-hmm. something. Uh, I saw something on TikTok that I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. Mm. Um, I saw that Harry Styles is apparently vegetarian, which is mm. cool for the planet. Mm. Um, but I think I'm just going to steal Katie's moment and just talk about a show that That's I okay. recently concluded. That's okay. Yesterday, or maybe the day before. Um, Bojack Horseman. The final season came out. It was pretty good. So if you've never watched BoJack Horseman, oh baby, you are in for a ride. So the early seasons are kind of like weird. You're kind of like, what is this? Because, you know, there's people. There's, what is that word? Animorphic? Like animal? They're animals. But they're people-esque. Oh. um, I'm an English major. I should know this word. Is it anamorphic? Does anyone know that? I think that's that? a word, yeah. Can I check that? Yeah. Just so that I don't sound ignorant. Anyway, they live in Hollywood, which is Hollywood without the D. Oh, wait. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> what is it called? I like, with animals like, or Personification, people? but that's not. Or people. I'm literally looking up animals or people. Are you saying, like, (laughs) animals with human tendencies? Yeah. Is it not anamorphic? Am I crazy? Hold on. So, animals with human traits. Anthropomorphism. Why is it so long? Anthropomorphism. So, they're like animals, but they're people. The main character is a horse. Back in the Mm -hmm. 90s, I was in a very famous TV show, Bojack, Bojack the Horse. (sighs) So good. But the last season, they're dealing with stuff with Sarah Lynn, if you've seen the show. She ODs in a planetarium, and Bojack is there, and he, like, hides it. And then he goes to teach at Wesleyan as a drama teacher. But these two, like, journalists decide to come out with a story on it. I don't want to, like, tell the whole thing. But it's a very depressing show. But, like, depressing in a good way. Like, it's not all happy endings. It's very, like, real. Like, how life is just mm-hmm. a downward slope at times. But the second to last episode ever. So good. It is so perfect. It is so wouldn't change a thing it reminds me of american horror story season five when they have devil's night the dinner with all the dead serial killers everybody did they all the dead table mm. and what was crazy i'm sorry if this is too spoilery but i need to talk about it so i don't care just go um these people from his life who were dead are at this table 
because he has overdosed and almost dies, but doesn't. And on each of their plates, they have their last meal that they had when they were mm-hmm. alive. So it's crazy. So, like, his plate is literally just a plate of pills. And then, like, his mom's plate is, like, a cafeteria tray because she was in a nursing home. And then Sarah Lynn's plate is, like, burgers and fries and a shake because they were on a bender and they were on mm-hmm. their own. I just thought that was such a cool touch. And Dang. I didn't notice it at first. And then I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then his old manager, who was allergic to peanuts, his plate was peanuts. Because that's what killed him. There you go. Isn't that crazy? It just all wraps up. It's just such a good show. Like, if you can't make it through the first two seasons, I get it because they're kind of weird. Because it's still, like, setting it up. Mm-hmm. But when you get to, like, season... Three, four is really good. Five is really good. Six is really good. So just power through. Has the show ended or? It's done. Mm. It's wrapped after six seasons, which is a good run. Mm. It was so good. There you go. There's our recommendations. Watch it. Mm -hmm. Watch it and wash your hands. Leave that Purell alone. Mm -hmm. Dry your hands out. And it. It just kills the bacteria. It doesn't wash it away. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we got to talk about another TV show. One that we are not okay with. Mm. I am not okay with this. And no, that is not an opinion. I mean, yeah, it's an opinion. But it also is the name of the show. Worst title for a show. I, I hate the name of it. I hate it. The production team or whatever that came up with this show and end of the effing world where are these titles coming from i don't know like is it meant to be like attention grabbing i mean yeah it grabs your attention but also it's so you know how when sometimes you hear a name a name of a show and you know it's a name of a show if i said i am not okay with this you would just think i'm just talking about like anything Mm -hmm. you don't think of a show automatically yeah you need something that's, like, distinguishable. hmm But it's just because it's never really even referenced. Mm-hmm. It? Like, I, I know it's cheesy to incorporate the title into a show or movie, but it's, like, sometimes I'm, like, looking for that. I'm, yeah. like, okay, how does this title relate to this? Yeah. What's the correlation? Help me figure it out. But that never happened. That's true. I mean, like, you get the assumption that Sid is never okay mm-hmm. with anything. Baby girl angry. She got issues. Oh, yeah. Um, let's just let's just go right in. I mean, honestly, nothing really happens in the show. No, I could tell from the get-go that it was the same people that made Into the Effing World because the style is the exact same. Mm-hmm. The title card, almost identical. Mm-hmm. And just, there's a lot of voiceover in it because mm-hmm. she keeps a diary because, you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I support that. I support keeping a diary. Until uh, it gets stolen. She wasn't being careful. I mm-hmm. said, baby, leave it at home. How did he even get a hold of that? I think she left it because when she went to go meet with her counselor lady, it was on the table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe Brad saw the counselor for issues that were unresolved. Or maybe he snatched it at some point. I don't know if we're going to know now because that boy got his head exploded. Unless they pull a Bryce and they're like, let's go back and look at Brad. I... Mm. I hope not. No, thanks. It's not worth it. But, yeah, so 
from the get-go. And I did not know that that one TikTok where the girl's like, my name's LA and I'm unremarkable. I didn't know that that was based on this. I have a feeling. I mean, it honestly could have been a lot of things. But it was definitely this because the monologue for that and the monologue for the show, the opening one, identical. I'm sorry. I hate monologues and these types of shows because it's always... My name's Sydney, but, you know, my friends call me Sydney. She didn't say that, but, you know. She literally said, like, I'm a boring 17-year-old white girl. I'm like, I don't care. And I'm like, we get it. You're unremarkable. Mm -hmm. We understand. I also hate the name Sid, because all I could think about was Sid from Ice Age. I was thinking about Sid from Skins, who, like, wears that beanie and is like, "Mm mm-hmm. But, yeah, so her whole thing is, like, I'm angry, and it's very Alyssa in a way, if you've seen Into the Effing World, where she's like, I get so angry all the time. I don't understand. The world is so big. But Sid is like, I get so angry all the time because I love my best friend. She's in love with her best friend. Her, um, you know, token minority friend. <laughs> so tired of seeing it. And whenever they do that, they either do bubbly, like, fun girl, or they do, like, sassy minority girl. Let's see, you know, tall girl, we got the sassy minority girl. Uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, sassy mm-hmm. minority girl. And then this one we get <laughs> minority girl. You know, because we get, there was even a shot of when Sid was talking about Dina and how they were friends or whatever. And Sid is like this with her backpack. Like, she holds her backpack like the the typical white like, like typical, just shy white girl. She's just like mm, holding both of her straps. I'm insecure. <laughs> That's how she was. I'm yeah, insecure. and she's just like smiling. She's like, but you could tell from the get go that she was into Dina because mm. there's this long voiceover because there's so many voiceovers in the show where she's like, yeah. And then when my dad killed himself, Dina held my hand. Dina pushes me to be mm. the best person ever. You can tell the show does not know how to do exposition correctly because they have to use voiceover mm-hmm. voiceover should only be used like when it's necessary i don't mind it but it was just excessive yeah it was too much every single episode mm-hmm. which i get that was their thing it was like dear diary the diary sequences it makes sense because mm-hmm. it's like if you were writing in a diary you would not be speaking like out you would be like dear diary today but it's just when you're trying to explain relationships, there just wasn't good character building. Mm-hmm. It was just like, they just served it up to And me. then Stanley just comes along out of nowhere and just like, hey, we live near each other, we should hang out. And then they have sex in the next episode, mm-hmm. or the first, the same episode. We need a happy medium of giving background for characters, because the last one in All the Bright Places, we got nothing. Mm-hmm. This one, we got information, but it was just like spoon-fed. And I was like, can I see what their relationship is without this? I mean, spoon feeding and these... I don't understand why they spoon fed everything when the episodes are so short. Like, Mm -hmm. you got... Like, make the episodes longer and, you know, just build it up a little bit. Because I think the shortest episode's like 18 minutes, which is short. And But that's even with credits. Yeah. So, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. And we were excited that the episodes were short. There was only seven episodes. But then we started watching it, and personally for me, I felt like the episodes could at least been, like, a little bit longer. Or at least more episodes. Mm-hmm. Or at least do more with it. Because, like, there wasn't... I'll admit, there wasn't, like, a ton of fluff. But at the same time, nothing really happened. Yeah. Like, there weren't, like, a bunch of montage scenes or anything. Because they didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. To tell the story. 
But the whole thing is, like, Sid is just this girl who's, like, angry and feels alone. And her dad, who was, I guess, you know, her number one, killed himself in the basement. And she has this really rocky relationship with her mom, which, I mean, we've seen that time and time again. Hello, Rue. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's on Euphoria. Uh, she has this issue, these issues with her mom, but also the mom is problematic. It's not like it's a one-sided thing. Like, there are times when she's being kind of snippy mm-hmm. and, like, she doesn't want to do what her mom tells her. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like that, and I still am. Because sometimes I get it. She's like, you give mm-hmm. me so much stuff to do. Like, I have my own yeah. stuff. But also, she's a single mom, and she's like, we're going to earn or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what drove me insane was like her mom works at a diner and Dina's there and the mom you know covers the tab for Dina but not for her own daughter and Sid is like like why do I always have to pay she's like because Dina's nice to me and I like her more than you that's what confused me about the whole thing because their whole problem is that they're trying to make money for themselves so why cover I mean I guess it'd be nice to cover Dina's but also like you're providing for your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, cover the bill or something. Because she's got... Because whatever Sid has, that's your money. Yeah. Because it's not like my queen is working a 9 to 5 or anything. Yeah. Also, I'm also wondering, like... I haven't expected her mom to just say, like, why don't you get a job or something. But we don't know how old she is. Who? Sid. She, didn't you say she was 17? Is she, though? Because she doesn't have a license. A lot of kids don't have the license at 17. Oh, yeah, she did say 17. Because you said it earlier in this. Oh, video. yeah. And that's on not paying attention to the mom. <laughs> but that, and I, I just don't think she has, like, a way around, I guess, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I'm not saying that's an excuse. Mm. But, like, she doesn't even have a bite. And she has her little brother that she has to look after. So that's a whole other element. But the mom is getting all irritated because Sid clearly favors her father. And I mm. understand why. Um, she's like... Are you saying you want me dead instead of him? Your daddy wasn't perfect, baby girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't get angry when you say problematic stuff, too. Yeah. Like, y'all are both problematic. Ugh, it's a messy relationship. But and Liam's probably in the back just like, I'm making my famous mac and cheese. I'm making A1. my hamburger helper with cinnamon. What's that point? What is that? Um, just make it, some simple mac and cheese. I was like, when it came out, I said, baby, we getting something else. I yeah. cannot do this. If you want it cheap, just get some macaroni and Velveeta. Velveeta, it ain't my type, but you know, if you gotta, if you gotta make it, just make it. <laughs> Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And then the other scene that kind of had me, ooh, like I had anxiety for her, is when she had to go get groceries and she didn't have enough money. Yeah. And she's like, I'll just put everything back in my girl. Just think. Just, like, just look at what you have and just take Take out. Take two or three things out. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand how her mom gave her 50 even to pay for groceries because I'm kind of like, yeah, you can kind of do mental math, like, Mm -hmm. as you're shopping, but also when it comes to taxes and stuff, I'm not going to be able to do that .927 blah, blah, blah in my head. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just give her a card? I don't know. Like, that's easier. But I guess it's to prevent her from overspending. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, so the relationship with her and Dina, do we need to talk about that? You know, Sid likes Dina, she kisses Dina, Dina's not into it, but then later on, Dina's like, you know, I didn't hate it, but you know, you can also tell that Dina is still trying to figure, I don't know, she was trying to work through it. Like, what, what does this mean? Yeah. But I also don't think Dina's, like, questioning her sexuality, she mm-hmm. didn't seem like she was. 
And I don't think Sid was either. No. Sid's never. She's just like, I like Dana. Do I like Sid? I don't know. Yeah. Like, with Dana, I think things start to get, like, tumultuous for them when Dana gets this new boyfriend, Brad, who's, you know, a star football player. You know, every high school trope. And she's popular. So then she's absent. Mm-hmm. And then Sydney starts hanging out with Stan, who... It's just the epitome of cringe. Yeah, I mean, his outfits, I mean, just, we gotta talk about the setting, the time, whatever this is later on. We don't know. It's anachronistic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the whole thing with Dina, Brad, and Sid is just confusing because Sid doesn't like Brad even before he starts seeing Dina Mm -hmm. because Brad's just awful. And you know, she hits it so much, she makes his nose bleed. How did she do that? She has superpowers. The powers of Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, she starts to figure things out more. When she's angry or embarrassed, you know, she takes down some trees. Not with an axe, but with her mind. It kind of reminded me of that show that's on YouTube, Brad, where the girl has the seizures yeah. and she like tra- teleports mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I had this theory that this show took everything that teenagers love these days. We have Stranger Things with the powers. We have the It kids. Um, Sophia Lillis and Wyatt Olaf, I think that's his name. I have no idea. I think that's his name. They put those kids in there. And then they put in Indian FM World, the whole thing. They just wrapped it up, but didn't even put a bow on it. And the 80s film references with like there's an episode that's very similar to The Breakfast Club and then there's um but not in a good way but like every show has done Breakfast Club things but I mean I guess I appreciate that it wasn't like exact you do you remember that episode Victorious where they did The Breakfast Club well it that episode was like a fever dream because it was completely off from the entire show it felt like a spin off I don't remember that at all. Well, they did, like, a Breakfast Club episode, and it was weird. But this show, I mean, they incorporated it, but it was very obvious it was Breakfast Club. And then, like, the Carrie reference with, you know, the blood-soaked mm-hmm. dress, and she's running in the streets. Yeah, which, that was also gave me Stranger Things vibes, because Stranger Things, they did a ton of references to 80s movies and TV shows. I just, oh, I want this to be over. Okay, so here's the thing about the setting of the show. I get when I like it when shows are timeless, but at the same time, this didn't feel timeless. This felt like it felt like it was in the eighties, even though it wasn't even in the eighties. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell it was present day because they have iPhones, but they have iPhone fours. I could tell. Anachronistic. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, you know, uh, Stan was the one who kind of his clothes. It was so eighties to me. I could not help. That, like, blue suit yeah. thing that he kept wearing. And he kept wearing... Whenever he was doing the montage of, like, trying on clothes, I was like, where does this kid get... Where does he get these clothes? And the basement looks the exact same as Mike's basement and Stranger yeah, Things, I swear. his house, it... I mean, yes, there can be houses that look like that these days, but it just looked 80s. Yeah. Everything looked that way. Every song that played, it was not from this decade. And everybody kind of dressed that way, except 
I think Dina was pretty modern. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're dressing these kids like this with the Doc Martens and the big cardigans and like the the beat look or whatever. Because they're like, yeah, we're different. But it's irritating. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at all the background actors, they all look like they do not belong in this era. They look like they belong to a certain era. So I get where the show's trying to make things timeless, but it's also not making it timeless by making it a certain... It's making it very 80s, early 90s. I will say, a show that does a good job at this, and a show that I will stand until I'm in the grave, 13 Reasons, they use media from the past so that it's timeless. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the, the first season, it's tapes, and then it's Polaroids, and it's whatever. And those items are already from the past Mm -hmm. so it's like it can't date itself if that makes sense and I think I read in the back of the book many many years ago that the author intentionally chose to use cassette tapes instead of like an mp3 or whatever because he's like well an mp3 one day will be obsolete but he's like cassette tapes are already Mm -hmm. obsolete yeah yeah this show Stan's I I just Stan's character, he is the one that made everything confusing. Cause he's over here like I love Blood Witch, and you know I listen to him on vinyl and mixtape and blah 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 VHS. Also, when they were in the bowling alley, he puts a mixtape in. Does this bowling alley still have? This bowling alley cannot still have mixtape players or whatever. I guess like maybe if you live in like an older kind of town or whatever, like I could see that, but it is just like him I knew a guy from one of my classes that was very similar to him and like like looks wise too of just being like yeah vinyl and it's in a way to where it gives like a superiority complex like I'm better than you because I listen to vinyl it's annoying it really is it reminds me of those kids who are like I'm born in the wrong era and I'm like shut up yeah and it's just Like, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with enjoying, like, older things. I get it. It's just when they go over the top with it. And I couldn't tell a lot during the show if they were poking fun at that whole trend of, like, older things are the best. Or if they were being genuine. Because in her monologue, her opening one, it sounded almost, like, sardonic. It was kind of like, oh... Mm-hmm. I'm a boring white girl, and I love cardigans. My dad's dead. And then, like, with Stan, it's like, yeah, the feel of VHS. Ooh, I love it. I'm like... It's like, y'all y'all are gross. You know you can't buy VHSs anymore. Like, you can't watch, you know, Avengers Endgame on VHS. No. And it's, it's like you said, I feel like Dina was the only one. And Brad, too. Brad looked like he belonged in this era even though I don't know my school never had like varsity jackets for football players you could get them but like you had to be a senior and I'm like by then what's the point yeah but Dina like I think of Dina's room her room looked like it belonged in this era in her clothes yeah Sid her room did not look like it belonged it looked like something out of Stranger Things and her mom's like work uniform Mm -hmm. gave me Twin Peaks energy Mm -hmm. and I'm just like when are we going to move past this trend of, like, living in the past and romanticizing the past? As someone who grew up with VHS, like, in their life, it ain't that special. Mm-mm. It's not. Do you know the hassle? How annoying it is when you put a VHS in and somebody didn't rewind it? It's annoying. 
do you know when the tape jams up and then it's ruined? Mm-hmm. How annoying that is? Mm-hmm. Like, I get like we made the vinyls come back in 2014. But it's not, tw- this is 2020. I don't think a lot of people are listening to vinyls anymore. I have a few. I have a player. It's fine. It's fun. It's fresh. But I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, like I only listen to it on my, like. Like you're telling me none of these kids have Spotify or Apple Music. And streaming is just easier. And I know that, like, the sound quality... If you're, like, a really big, like, music person or, like, a snob or whatever, I can see why you might like to have different ways to listen to things. But it's just, like, come on. Yeah, you can't shuffle on a vinyl. No. You're going to listen to that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, like... I don't know how often I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this album from start to finish. Yeah. Like, that's not... Maybe when it first comes out, because I want to hear everything. But, like, after that, I'm trying to listen to my favorite bobs. I'm trying to skip the ones I don't want to hear. Yeah. It's just... I'm tired of seeing characters like that. I'm like, are we supposed to like that? It's annoying. And I can see why younger teenagers maybe these days like this, because this is, like, their brand or whatever. Which is fine. Like, whatever. But also... I am not okay with this. <laughs> it's just not done well. It plays on the whole, I want to be different. Mm-hmm. I want to fit in here. Yeah. But I think you said there's like a lot of talk about how there's bisexual representation. No, there isn't. Oh my God, she's gay. Come also, on. Also, I'm not saying that there, I'm saying this is what Twitter is saying. Yeah, this is what Twitter was saying. And I'm like, where? Because... Apparently she likes... Because she had sex with Stan once. But also this girl... Sometimes she's just got to figure things out. She even said... Okay, so after... I think it's their first time hanging out, getting stoned. They hang out in the basement. And I'm not going to lie. I liked that scene mm-hmm. where they were kind of like... Oh, you're insecure about your acne. Look at mine. Also really gross. I would not do that with anybody. But I thought it was kind of like... Aw, baby. Let's talk about our insecurities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just talk about insecurities. Um... And then they sleep together, and there's a part of it where she says, I don't even really want a boy. I just want to be caught up with Dina. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, it's almost like a competitive kind of like, well, if Dina has a boyfriend, I need to have a boyfriend. Yeah. And she discovers, like, oh, this is why I'm not into Stan. It's because I'm into Dina. And I'm not saying that that erases the possibility that she could ever be with, like, another guy or whatever. Maybe Stan's just not the one. But it seems pretty clear that like men are not her cup of tea maybe it's just dina though you know it could just be dina i don't know i still feel conflicted because she did tell stan that she really likes him Mm -hmm. so maybe she's still trying to figure it out but she said i don't like you in that way oh did she yeah see i was kind of in and out in the last episode Mm -hmm. she was like i like you but i don't like you in that way Mm -hmm. and i'm like it could just be stan but it could also be her saying like look i'm not straight Either way, it's fine. I just... It just needed to be said. Also, there's a lot of homophobia in the show. Yeah, which... Maybe this is a small town. Which Where is this based? I don't remember what... They're in Pennsylvania. I think it's called, like, Brownsville or something. Yeah, because there's a lot of... I mean, Stan's dad, I get, because, you know... Old truck of mine. Yeah. But Brad... I was like, what century are we in? He's like, but a full-on, I'm like, D-word slur? He's like, you know what? 
I don't, you know, some girls just get drunk, but when you're a full-on D-word slur, I mean, come on. I'm like, where are you living at, Mr. Varsity Jacket? I'm surprised nobody else was, like, clapping back. Yeah. Because if, like, where, where was the principal? Wasn't the principal, like, watching them throughout this entire time? And if he just let Brad have the mic and bully this poor girl? What if the principal is the guy at the end? He was looking around with those googly eyes. I don't know. He's like, googly. But where were all the chaperones? And the janitor was gay, too. Yeah. Where? I don't know, I'm still caught up on how Brad was able to just give this whole speech. I know. I'm like, somebody would... They did try to stop him from talking. Let me have a minute. Let me have a minute. I'm like, come on, my boy. But even then, like... There had to be people in, not even, like, not even chaperones, but, like, students who would have, you know, backed it up, even though they didn't know her. That's, like, he's bullying her straight like, up. Are, th- are people this cruel to where they'll let him do this? He's reading her diary. It's a Gigi from Wizards of Waverly mm-hmm. Place moment. And I'm like, you can't do that. He's like, and all oh my daddy, blah, blah, blah. And they foreshadowed that this would happen because there's a scene in the bowling alley where Stan works where they're testing out her powers and, you know, to get the powers a-going. You gotta make her angry or embarrassed. Yeah, so he's kind of, like, making fun of her and, like, pulling on, like, some deep insecurities But he doesn't get truly, her angry. He doesn't truly mean it, but, you know. I could see why said, she got mad, though. Well, yeah. Because he's like... Ah, you're stupid. You're you're ugly. And And she's kind of like, ah, whatever. And you'll never know why your dad killed himself. And she was like, let me throw these bowling balls at you. And there were three or four times where she she was like, I'm not talking to you anymore. And then they're talking again. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, you know, it didn't bother her so much when, well, it did bother her. But, you know, when he's saying like, he kissed Dina, you know, he, she's a full on D word slur. And of course she's like in her head, shut up, shut up. But then he almost reveals the true secret. And that's when she's like, no, no. no. Well, have you ever seen her arms? They kind of like <laughs> octopus a little. Yeah. They were like, no. no. And you know, then his head just like. I told Taylor this was the funniest part of the whole series because nothing else made me laugh but this point. When his head just pops like a balloon and blood just goes everywhere. And I was like, oh no. Oh, poor Brad. Oh, me when I'm sitting at the dance site. And I just realized when everybody's running away, I can see Stanley like <laughs> just like laying down in the background because he got punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And that's what made it even funnier is that he's just sitting there you know, unconscious while his head blew up. And then he looks and he sees, oh, that's cool. Brad is just dead. And he sees a little diary on the ground. He's like, but it's just, Stan is the only one that tried to do anything. Mm. Dina was kind of like, stop it, Brad. But like, I think she kind of wanted to know too. Mm-hmm. She was, because you know, Sid's been keeping this secret from her and she tried to tell her at one point, but it just wasn't, the right time she was like everything feels different and dina's like oh yeah i know right mm-hmm. like I have, my hair looked better yesterday than it does today or something shallow and obviously sid like you can't prove to anybody you have it kind of reminds me of like matilda when she was trying to tell miss honey 
she's like, I have these powers. And Miss Honey's like, then show me these powers. But she couldn't do it right there. I always think of, like, Amanda from mm-hmm. that movie. Miss Honey, Miss Honey, mm-hmm. I picked these for you. <laughs> and she's like, oh, thank you, Amanda. And she unbraids her hair and she's like, Yeah, I know. Matilda was that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we I used to have it on DVD. I used to watch that all the time. When I was at daycare, I swear, they would play it all the time. I don't know what it is about that movie. It's, like, the only movie I would watch as a kid. Even Literally. though the part where, like, um, Matilda... I was like, what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> Even though when Matilda get, would get stuck in that little thing that, um, the principal... What was the principal's name? Mrs. Trunchbull. <laughs> when she would, like, stick her in that little door case that thing. was scary that like scared me because those angles they were doing it was like a wide shot but it was it was kind of fish shot at the same time i used to try to do that thing where she was under the table and like she had her hands and like i would do that <laughs> at my nana's house when we play hide and seek it like this mm-hmm. i'd say ain't none of y'all gonna find me man kissy stays won't know anything about matilda okay everyone name your top five telepathics right now matilda do i have to put 11 in there somewhere <laughs> Okay, Matilda, um, Jean Grey, um, Scarlet Witch. Matilda, 11. (laughs) Not Sid, sorry. No way. Mm -hmm. Who else was, wasn't there someone in Sky High that was telepathic? Ooh, there might have been, but you know. Not that girl who was like, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, not that girl that was like, I can fix things. (laughs) Not her. What's other telepathic movies? Um, TV shows. Okay, is that plant girl, is that telepathic? Because she's shooting them at the mm, ground. I think that's a nature thing. Okay, that episode of That's a Raven where she's telepathic. <laughs> um, I mean, I, w- I don't know if wizards would be. I don't know. Like, I swear, Sissy Spacex character in Carrie. Mm. You know, I'm trying to think of characters from Harry Potter. But, you know, I don't know about that. Telekinesis. I mean, they use their wands. It's not technically... They can't move things with their minds. It's with their Let's magical powers. Let's look up powers. a list of telepaths. I hope you guys are enjoying how... Because we hate this show. <laughs> we don't want to talk about you. There's not, like, that much to say, honestly. I forgot the best one. Which one? Okay. Everyone, put your memory caps on. Anna Sophia Robb in Race to Witch Mountain and her oh, brother. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That movie wasn't Dwayne Johnson. That was when he was doing The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. He was that cab driver. He said, There are three phases of Dwayne Johnson. We have The Rock. We have Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That was his Disney acting era. And now we have Dwayne Johnson, the jungle era. <laughs> we got Maui. We got those cargo shorts in every movie. <laughs> his daughter is such a cutie, though. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her? I- I remember there was a space where everybody was like, she looks like Zendaya. She does, though. Mm-hmm. But they were on a TikTok together. Aww. And he was like, no, say, I'm smart and I'm pretty. I was like, Aww. oh, I was like, I'm going to cry. What kind of superpower would you have? Hmm. I guess. Let's see. I know my answer. Maybe teleportation. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I respect it. Because, you know, I'm tired of driving everywhere and walking everywhere. I just want to be there. I would. I respect that. Um, That's a very good option. I think I've always said, I'll continue to say, invisibility. Mm-hmm. I want to be invisible. And that's why I wear muted colors. I don't like people to look at me. Let's see. 
Why are there no other... What's the deal, y'all? I mean, there's Emma Frost, but you know. We don't know her. I know who she is. Oh, I don't know her. She was in, like, a couple X-Men movies, but honestly was not a big fan of her character. She was sexualized. Why was Matilda a telepath? You know, those are, like, the only movies that actress has done. I heard that, because... I think her name is Mara Wilson. Let's see. Let's look up Matilda. She, um, she was in Miracle on 30... She got that little bubble. 34th Street or whatever. Mm. And then I think she was in Mrs. Doubtfire, and I think that's it. She has her brand. Mm Mm-hmm. She's... I think she came out. Hmm. Let's look. But it's like she looks the same, but, like, adult. Oh, my gosh. I forgot Danny DeVito was in the movie oh yeah yeah see she looks the same oh look at her she kind of reminds me of like ellen page she gives me big ellen page vibes Mm, i see it i see it see i was literally right she hasn't she didn't do that much it was directed by danny devito too what that's why it's a classic that's why it's a classic wow so how many of you guys out there are matilda stans because we are. I. Mm, 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 yeah. mm. You either watched it in daycare, in school, or. And. At home. The multiplication tables? Mm-hmm. What's. Two times two? Mm-hmm. Four! And then Matilda would like be working on her. her, her, her wow, my voice. Um, can we uh, take a stroke test? Let's <laughs> raise both of our arms. Smile, everybody. Okay, we're good. She would work in her little worksheet book. Remember? Mm-hmm. I remember her pencil was always, like, super long. And then Matilda was like, soon enough you'll be... Not Matilda. Miss Honey would be saying, soon enough you'll be able to say blah, 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 blah. And Matilda's like, actually, it's blah, 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 blah. Everyone would have bullied her in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she went up there. She said, I would read everything. Mm-hmm. And that scene where she's making that soup or whatever. Or no, those pancakes. Because her mom's oh, like, there's yep. soup on the stove. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm worried. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's how I do that song. <laughs> um, I would like to. <laughs> the best scene. It's bringing up so many memories. Can I go on a world tour? I'm just going, I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I need to look up who the little, her friend was. Oh, Lavender. Oh my God, she's so pretty. I remember seeing her in something else. Her name is uh, Kiyomi Devel, I think. Hmm. We're going to look her up because I know that face from somewhere else. Let's see. Let's. Oh, I think I found it. I can just tell by the thumbnail. That's it right there. Wow, she's just throwing those cards around. How many cards does she have? Goodness. That's when your parents been gambling at hmm. Oh, here's the breakfast scene. Okay. I found it. Oh. oh, thank you, John. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> this is just such a choice. I, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Low. Dang, we get it extra. Matilda was left alone. That was how she liked it. <laughs> Wasn't this also an Ice Age? I never saw Ice Age. I swear it is. Now that was awesome, my movie. This, I swear, this is an ice age. 
This is one of those movies that makes you think you can cook. Like Ratatouille. <laughs> like you watch Ratatouille and you're like, I need to turn the stove on yeah. tonight. Yeah, that song was in Ice Age too. We finna eat good tonight after yeah. watching that Matilda. Oh my god. Okay, um, what? I guess just to conclude, um, one more top five. What are your top five I'm finna cook tonight movies? Shoot, I can't think of any. <laughs> Ratatouille. Oh yeah, Ratatouille. Um, Matilda, apparently. Because those pancakes were looking pretty good. Yeah. Every movie is just like disappearing from my mind. Uh, Julie and Julia, when she has that food blog and she gotta cook them lobsters. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had lobster. Disgusting. Wouldn't recommend. Um, it's like very... The texture is like weird. Mm. Um, what other movies did they eat in? Girl, I'm, I'm telling you, I cannot remember. <gasps> remember Me with Robert Pattinson. Never seen it. Oh, okay, so someone tweeted about it. They're like, does anyone remember that rom- romantic movie where they didn't know how to end it, so they just had Robert Pattinson walk into a building on 9-11? What? It's one of my favorite movies, honestly. Uh, there's this scene where they're making spaghetti, and Robert's being all cute. And then um, Emily... What's that girl's name? Emily something? Uh, Not oh, Emily Blunt. I have... This is such a weird one. Elf. When he's cooking that spaghetti, he's not. He's making that spaghetti with maple syrup. Mm-hmm. I swear, I wanted to try that when I was a kid. He put marshmallows and pop tarts and everything in it. When I tell you, I've only seen that movie one time. Oh, girl, I watch it like five times a year around Christmas and July because they play it on, on Freeform. What is the girl's name? Is it Emily? She's also in that show, uh, Roswell, the old one, not the new one. Hot garbage, girl. I don't know. Is her name Emily or am I crazy? Is it Emily DeRaven or something like that? Pierce Brosnan's in it. Yep, mm-hmm. it's Emily Durin, but it's not spelled like it's like E M I L I E. Yeah, they're making spaghetti in there, and things are all cute. And he sprays her with the like water, and oh, she's like, cute. "You think that's cute? You think that's cute, little boy? Like boy, clap up!" And then he picks her up and throws her in the shower. And I, I mean, when I say my neck and back would have been broken, mm-hmm. and they're standing there, she's like, "Uh huh, your middle name's Keat or something like that. Your parents are so pretentious." So what's the rating for I'm not okay with this? Um, I'm gonna give it four uh, diaries out of ten. I thought you were gonna say four diarrheas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give it. Oh god, out of ten, ten is such a hard scale for me. I feel like five is always easier. Mm. I'm gonna give it two. Unrewound VHS tapes mm. out of five. Okay, and so we probably have like equal, an equal mm-hmm. um, scale. Should we take a quiz? Yes. We're taking a quiz called "Would You Make the Same I Am Not Okay with This Choices as Everyone Else?" Spoilers ahead by Jim. Who has 440 points. Good for you, Jim. A community contributor. How do they get points? I don't know. I want to make it. We should make a quiz. <laughs> I want to. What, what would it be? Um, It would be the ultimate courage knock quiz. Maybe that's how we get 
people <laughs> to listen to us. The fans take it. We get two points. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, we can make it. Where is the Kourtney Kardashian Connect for? That's true. It wasn't here today. I'm upset. I'm hurt. That's okay. Mm-hmm. First question. Who do you ship the most, I should say? Sid and Stan or Sid and Dina? Neither. Because we don't care about these characters. They're all garbage. Okay. Um. You know, I don't think it's fair to ship Sid and Stan. Because I don't think Sid is, like, into Stan. Yeah. Sexuality-wise. But, like, she's into Dina. So, like, if I had to say so, I would say Dina. Yeah. But, like... Even though Dina said, like, I didn't hate the kiss, I don't know if she really was into um, it. Yeah. I don't know. Just, she's just trying to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is more of like a... A poll a situation. Poll. We've never done a poll. That's not true. We did one a long time ago. Mm, okay. So, we are in the minority. <laughs> but that's okay. 60% for Sin Stan, 40% for Sid and Dina. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you expect Brad's death? I saw it coming. Or no, I was shocked. But, like, when? Because I could tell, like, you know, the whole series was building up to this moment. She's She has blood on her dress. She's running. So, like, at the dance, when he's confronting her, I could tell that he was going to die. Like, he was going to be the one with the blood. But I guess, like, from the get-go, no. Yeah. And even when his head exploded, I was like, oh, are they going to cut away and he's going to be fine? She's just going to be standing there? But no. No. So, I'm going to go no. I was shocked. That's what I'm going to say. 63% said no i was shocked mm-hmm. how do you feel about jenny not a fan she's okay or i actually love her or who hmm you know i would have said who if she, maybe she appeared in like the pilot episode mm-hmm. and never again just like she did um i'm gonna say you know she's okay i didn't hate her but you know i didn't love her either i'm gonna go not a fan because i just thought she didn't really bring anything to it other than being like an instigator for drama and I thought they were going to do more with her character when she was at the party and everyone's like oh look who's at a rehab mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be the like guide for Sid or whatever I was like oh maybe she has powers but no they did yeah. nothing with her wow not a fan 40% she's okay 36% who's the best character Sydney, Stan Dina Liam which is Sydney's little brother Brad or Banana the Hedgehog? Okay. On a count of three. One, two, three. Liam. Liam. Perfect. I thought you were going to say Banana for a second. <laughs> I was like, look, Banana brought even, a lot to the table. I didn't even know who Banana was. I didn't know that was his name. Well, Sid killed Banana. I knew that, but I didn't know there was a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12% for Liam. 56% for Stan. I have things to say, <sighs> yeah, but I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. Would you want Sid's powers? Yeah, or no thanks. You know, she can't really control them right now, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say no thanks. I would... S- that still scares me every single time. My car, she just makes these fun and fresh sound effects. So if you hear that out there, that's what it is. Um, I would say yeah, because I don't think I have anger management issues. <laughs> so I feel like I can handle it. Mm. No thanks, 52%. Wow. Pretty close, though. What do you want to see happen in season two? Sid and Dina getting together. Stan getting more screen time. He's already got enough. Did he not get enough this season? Dina getting more screen time. More of Sydney discovering herself. 
as the average teen should. <laughs> more of Sam and Sid, or more of these three together. No, I and, guess more of the three of them, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would probably say... You know what? I'm going to agree. I would agree. Yeah. I like the three of them together. They're like the Harry Potter trio. It balances everyone out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 41% more of these three together. Which character do you dislike the most? Brad, Jenny, Stan's dad, or Liam's bully? Now, as much as I think Stan's dad is a jerk, we have not seen enough of him. Uh, Liam's bully, of course, I hate him because he's bullying our favorite character, mm-hmm. Jenny. She wasn't there I mean, enough for me to, like, hate her. Yeah, but Brad... Brad. Brad is the worst. Mm-hmm. Brad is the what's a guy's name in Thirteen Reasons? Brad is the Bryce. Brad is the Bryce. If your name starts with a BR, I'm sorry, you're dying. I don't want to say if your name is Brick, Brock, Brad, mm-hmm. Bradley, Cooper. I love you, Bradley. Sorry, sorry about that. Pitt. No, nah, I think Brad Pitt's okay. Yeah. Except he did. Some shady things back in the day. Yeah, he did a little. Yeah. I think he's okay now. Mm. I think he's. I think he's, he's leveled out. I don't know Brad personally. No, but the word on the you street know, is know, he's last, okay. You know, last time I talked to him, he seemed fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have connections here at Gershon Doll. I wish, like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't know how to act if I like knew celebrities. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, so like me and so and so. I would go way back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why is Brad and Stan's dad so neck and neck? Um, I think it's because Stan's dad, there was an abuse plot point that they hinted at but didn't really get into. I know. If you're going to hint at an abuse plot point, just get at it. Just I kind of like the, the subtlety. Because mm. it's like he came into school the next day with that little cut situation on his eye. I did see that. And I said, ooh, are they going to mm-hmm. talk about it? And they didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you think Sid will gain control of her powers in season two? Yes. No, some, but not all. Or maybe. I'm going to say some, but not all. I think this is like a Scarlet Witch situation. Mm -hmm. If you're familiar with the Marvel Comics version, you know, she thinks she's got her powers under control until she, you know, warps reality. She makes everything just go boom, boom, boom. And I think this is the same situation. I would agree. Because they like to steal plot points in this show. I feel like she's going to, you know, so like, oh, I got it. And then something new will happen. Mm Mm-hmm. 61% 61% some, but not all. And that is the last polling question. Mm-hmm. So I would say the majority of our opinions were in the majority. Except for Liam. Why does no one like Liam? I don't know. I will admit that little beefaroni thing he did was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I couldn't actually tell if she actually liked it. I know. I was like, are you just saying that to be nice? Or And the noises it made. I was like, Ugh. That's what good sounds like. Hey, boy. Why didn't you just make regular mac and cheese? I know. He said, I added in, like, beef and cinnamon and, and everything I found in the fridge. But this is how you know I'm an Aldi stan. When that little thing of, like, paprika, I was like, ah, that's <laughs> Aldi. I said, I've seen that before. Mm. And it was. Mm. I saw the little blue, like, mm. thing on the back. Okay. And that's on brand knowledge. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll and check out our website, CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe. Bye. Bye.